0: Lance Keiko, Keiko, <laughs> that's your name, isn't it? <laughs> Dude, I hate that more people are getting your name right. Yeah, or like asking, is it Keiko or Psycho? Yeah, like Psycho. If the mayor says
1: it enough times, you'll get it right. Everybody <sighs> else will get Just it right.
0: Call him Keiko for my sake. Yeah. Uh, how you doing? You look you look well. That was a joke, right? <laughs> I look tired. <laughs> you look tired and exhausted. You look like crap. You you do too. Thank you. You do too. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. Why uh, why why are we tired and exhausted? I guess that's what this podcast is about. So we're going to talk about um, the development and all that. Uh, you want to kick us off? Well, tell me. Permitting up and down. What is up and oh. down with permitting? So I feel, I've been feeling like this for a while. Like, especially telling my wife or my family, hey. Anything we,
1: about the project.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, it looks like uh, we, we, we got back in. We resubmitted for site plan review. You know, okay, great. Oh, we got comments back. Oh, it looks like we're approved. We're preliminary approved. We, we went to the planning and zoning and got approval. And then all of a sudden, like, now we're fighting the city because that's not the final approval. So now we need to get final approval. And then we went in for building permit. It's just like, it's how been many of these... Waves. How many levels of approval do you need? 49,000? 49, 49 million? A zillion, lands. Well, yeah. And to cut the brass tacks... So
1: I was in, I was into, I went into the building department. Our office is within walking distance, which is great. So I went in there on, uh, I think, five times on Wednesday of this last week. So it's September 14th right now. So Wednesday would have been September 12th. And I went in there four, uh, four or five times, something like that. And got different answers every single time, and it basically it was trying to figure out who needs who ha, who has the who has to basically click a button and I'm not joking click a button and say, yep I've approved that yep I've approved that Alex and I were getting a little testy with each other and like, you know because like i w- I wanted him to be as on a war path as I was and and he was just like no i just I just emailed. You know
0: X, Y, and Z, and I'm not dumb on doing it again. And yep. And this was the other reason. My I think Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday was full of just doing this, doing that, doing running around. And I finally sat down to get stuff done. An email comes through saying everyone to go like approve their stuff. And then Lance goes, you know, go go walk to the city. I was like, no, I'm giving them more than a minute. I'm actually doing work right now.
1: He's <laughs> yeah. like, fine, I'm going. Blah blah. blah. So then like, I did. <laughs>
0: But that's what it took. So it's been, um, it's been a struggle. And but this is what's so crazy about that, Lance, is that like people have asked me, "Oh, do you have an expediter? Which in like New York, it basically is a harasser of the of the government. And this other client, like that, I did. They wanted me to go make them hurry up on the permit. Like you literally have to run down there. You have to handhold them. All this. It's so crazy because everything was approved, and it took us. A week and a half then to get everyone signed off even though they already approved how long would it take in even after you went and they've physically said even on the screenshot it says everything approved like they didn't email us and just say hey it's approved Bring in this check like they still haven't done that like w- what is going on here i know it's approved and i'm, I'm not worried about any of that because what did you call of, them expediter expediter yeah th- th- Exped- th- that, that, those are real things i'm sure a lot of people listening yeah know
1: what that is but if you're if you're younger if you're a younger professional or maybe even a student um there are there are there are third party entities that that is their only job is they run drawings back and forth drawings all kinds of submittal forms information they're they're there at the building building departments multiple usually once a day i mean there's someone that i know in denver that that's all they do now and it's it's a it's a result of the process being so slow, but also getting—it's every year it gets more complicated. There's all there, you know. I, I will, I will grant the city we operate in a little bit of um, thumbs up and optimistically, like I'll, I'll give them a thumbs up to me trying to be optimistic. Apparently, it's going to be streamlined. The process is going to be, in their words, that. And so we're holding, we're holding our breath. We give them the benefit of the doubt. We've even offered to help them out with their title blocks. Whatever. I don't know if Alex Alex ever mentioned that, but we we were saying, hey, we'll, we'll help you just get you the templates. Like if it if it makes sense, we will pro bono help you
0: make your your title block templates for all of these different kinds of submittals. And it, and and it can literally say like, place site information here, place height information here, and it can say here's an example of how you want it filled out, blah blah blah. Yeah. So it's up and down um, because we we rush at these
1: things. We we've rushed at like a certain approval, only to go oh oh, and it's not it's not even us being naive. It's that it's that we just expect that to be the last one, especially when coupled with the zoning issue we've been dealing with. You know, the zoning ordinance where we're like oh yeah now we're now we're safe. Nope, now we're not safe. Nope, now we're safe. Nope, now we're not safe. And
0: I still doesn't think we're safe. I, I I I get the paranoia. There's a lot we're of money. Not, right? We're not. We're you not. Know? We're not until literally we've paid our fees and got out. That's one level of safeness. You know, like we paid our fees and then until CO, you're not safe until CO. Until we sell them. <laughs> CO, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. A CO and we sell them, yeah. I'd say those two things happen. Would once. you not agree 100%? Because that means they still have a final say on I'm not giving you the CO or Yes. Not. Yeah. That is when, Yeah. yeah. I'm so- looking at Mr. Psycho here. <laughs> that is when we are safe. Tech CEO,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so there you go. So yeah, it's been up and down. We're, we're not complaining. I mean, we're not. It's just we're just talking about it.
0: Yeah, and we had some good news though. So, again, up and down. This is what I saw my wife. Um, we we saved over a hundred thousand dollars on permitting. Oh, this was
1: crazy. Yeah, originally I'll just cut, I'm telling the numbers. So the numbers. This blows me away. Is that when we first started this project to try to figure out a basic pro forma, you have to know what your expected taps. Taxes and fees are going to be so. There's the taps are all the sewer water electric right. The taxes are um what it's going to be. The taxes are going to be uh, I don't know based on based on that kind of those kind of amounts. And then the fees are like impact fees. So like school districts, we had to pay, pay a I can't remember how much it was per unit. I think it was like four hundred dollars a unit or something like that. We were putting in to because we're going to bring families in into the community, right? So then they got to do stuff for the kids. Um, but they originally said $321,000 and that was always one that we were we were like oh my gosh we really if we could crunch that down i mean that's it it was a lot of money for 9 units and it ended up coming in at i think 180,000 something like that yeah so that was so, good. that was good news yeah. that was fantastic news
0: yep and then so it's like another up and then and then we mess up on our spreadsheet we didn't account for something we double accounted for something so then we went all the way this down, was, into this the hole. was
1: Wednesday, Thursday. It was A- Alex. Same Alex day? opens up the yeah, same day. It was the same day. Was it the same day? Yeah, it was the same day. Yeah, exactly. Because we got the final sign off, we literally the last person to do the checkbox at the city who said, You're good to go. You're, I've, I have approved your permit, and it was elation. And then our banker goes, Oh, by the way, can you explain where this number's coming from? Al opens up the spreadsheet, the one that I kind of I had been tweaking at the end of basically our pro forma. And he goes, Let's well,
0: we double counted for something. Yeah. Why, why is this like this? And then we yeah. we're just like looking, scratching our heads. And it was an error. Yep. So a then, big, a big uh, error. Yeah. So then it, then it's down. Now we're down a hundred thousand. <laughs> I'm telling this to my wife and she, I can't do an impersonation, but she's like, you're lucky you even know what those numbers are. I can't even speak that big a number. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but, um, this is what's so crazy. Here's a lesson to learn for everything. Besides like double check. So when, when, when I saw your numbers back in the back before I, I didn't double check them, but I was like, Oh, those numbers look so good. They look very wide. Like that's, that's in my head. I think I think in space, right? So it looks very wide left them, but I was like, man, that looks, you know, very, and I swore he looked at them. I looked at them, but I didn't click in the box. Ah, and I double check where yeah. things were coming, you know, but here, here's the lesson. Here's how it relates. We're doing a, st- a layout, a physical layout. St- stairs are squishing our bathroom in our hallway. And the guys are going back and forth. I'm trying to do work. They're all helping each other out. And then I just look, I'm going and and I had in the back of my head, those stairs look wide. Those stairs look wide. So then Mark's like, ah, it's not going to work. This isn't. So I go over to his desk. I'm like, those stairs look wide. There wasn't dimension. I'm like, I'm going to pull section. And the stairs were too wide and we gained like six or eight inches. So then it worked out better. So the lesson is like your, your, your gut tells you something. And if you see something, just look. Just look into it. It doesn't help, It doesn't hurt to cut a section to click on the box and actually look into where those numbers are coming from, sir. You know, isn't Trust it weird? Your like yeah. your gut tells you, and I didn't. I did it this time, but not the first time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever have any examples of that, or, or do you normally like when you see something like that, you're like, I might as I'm well too, investigate. I'm, I'm too trusting right now.
1: Like this is the, this is sort of where I'm at. In that's my, why I in, bring it up in my life. Is I know right now that's one of the things I need to work on. Is I need I need to stop believing every headline. That's one thing you know. Like as somebody who's like independent media, I need to stop reading every headline. I need to go in go in and investigate and see if this stuff is really real. Um, yeah. So that's that's about the only thing you know is I that I could point to without citing a specific article and something like that. And then honestly, here's another one: just trusting people. Trusting people, like having way too much trust and like competence, or that they're actually telling the truth and that they're really on your side or they're not, and then they end up not being on your side. That's when it gets tricky, you know, That's for me. I, I need to just be a little bit more skeptical. Like, I need to have a little bit more healthy skepticism. And I think that per- what obviously then permeated into the office and, and taking a look at stuff, right? Um, I think I, the, I do do it when I like when I redline, obviously, if I'm sitting down. I'm redlining a set of drawings that the guy sent over uh, on a project that I have never been in Revit. I will pat myself on
0: the back a little bit there. And I would say the flip side to that same coin, meaning like it's the same concept just said differently, is perspective. So in every instance, when uh, looking at news articles, thinking someone's on your side, looking at a floor plan, double checking spreadsheet numbers, whatever that – you need to have perspective like, okay – I just looked at the box or I just looked at the, I need to have perspective. Let's look from different angles. Let's actually double check to see if the news article is right. You know what I mean? Like that's what you're looking for is perspective rather than just like, oh yeah, that's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, let's say it's an article. Maybe they're citing some crazy statistic. Okay
0: where what what set of data are they using for the statistic? What yeah, are they-, they look outside their number and go find that? Yeah.
1: You know, like let's say they're comparing countries and they're only comparing like what happens in the US to like I don't know, the Nordic countries and they make it look whatever's happening really good. Yeah. And then you go, "Well, what about every every other country?" And then that completely changes the
0: statistic and then the whole narrative changes, right? Yeah. It it like not that they do this, but <laughs> Can you compare New York to North Dakota?
1: <laughs>
0: Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But if they're saying, like, I don't know. So no, what? So go back North to... North Dakota th- doesn't have the level of bureaucrats per capita of North... Uh, yet. <laughs> yet. Um, Go back to uh, where the math...
1: So we have bullet points. Math is hard. So you heard about the spreadsheet. Error. What did
0: we do to remedy that? We just slept manned on up. it. Yep. Manned up. Got depressed. Manned up. And then just said it was uh, good and bad news. Banker, we saved hundred grand on this, and then it transferred, and now we're a hundred grand the other way because of this.
1: Yeah, and then I just, I just, I and mean, we we were in the meeting with our banker yesterday, on Thursday, and that's literally what I said as I go, I screwed up, and he goes, that's okay, that's okay. Yeah, so it wasn't. It, wasn't as bad as we thought. I mean, we
0: right away it was a pure panic for sure. But we thought it, we were like, "Holy cow! Now how far off are we?" You know. And, and this is why because it affects how much it affects the percentage that we have down. It per- affects all these. So I'm sitting, and then he asked about taxes, and again, like I didn't know the answers. So shout out to Architect and Developer Book, a Guide to self initiated project by James uh, Petty. He he mailed this to us. Go check it out. It's awesome. If you're thinking about doing this, because I haven't read the full book, I probably will after I'm done this development. But what I did is I... Ah, And then we'll go, wow, we should have read that before the development. We will. Yep. Absolutely we will. Uh, (laughs) Or when we give more responsibility to the guys, we'll say, read this book before you, before we buy this. You don't have to make our mistakes. So we don't have to... Yeah. Um, I went to the chapter on taxes. Then I called my accountant and then got an answer there. I went to the chapter on financing breathe through stuff realize okay we're still in in the right things are still okay you know some things apply some things don't apply it's hard to just read this book and to know what to take for gold and what not to take for gold but it's giving you like are you in the ballpark yeah so yeah so it it can
1: act as a reference i think is what you're really trying to get at right and it did so the timing was perfect there and therefore then i i always try to i always look for clues in life and i know you do too we're like are we on the right path are we doing the right thing? Should we be here or should we not be here? Mm-hmm. And get it like getting a book like that from a, from a, from a listener, and then having it apply. I'm like, oh yeah, we're still on, we're still on the right path. Everything's good. Everything's good, except yeah. for then we went to the bank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was the worst one.
0: Yep, because it
1: like ugh,
0: just down and out. Because last week was hey we'll be approved by, let's say Wednesday. And so then, then I swear I asked, then when can we get money? Oh, a couple days. When can we f- be financed? It was some term like that. Well, basically, here's
1: what it was. Was well, no, I need to explain oh, okay. because
0: this is this. Is, and then they said, oh, it should just take a couple days after that. So then, I th- then, the difference was this week's meeting was okay. You know, hey, you could be approved. We're gonna give you the numbers in the, in the next couple days. And I go, when can we take out our first draw? So whatever I said last week wasn't the word draw. And then he said, well, we need to get our appraisal first. <laughs> Appraisals will take three weeks. And this is what we
1: forgot. And so this is the lesson I want to teach everybody who, who wants to do what we're trying to do right now and just remind everybody who already probably knows, but they I would hate for you to forget, right? So if you follow if you followed this and what we're doing, it's like we started off there's been all these ups and downs and we think we're going fast when we're really going slow and then there's stopping points and then there's starting points so this is this is one of those critical ones it's all, all along the way you have all these different kinds of struggles um, and so i think there's so many balls to juggle it's it is hard to remember all of them and we were told about this this critical point i remember during during one of our meetings with our banker and he goes no don't forget after you're approved, then we get then we get a, we have to get it this appraised. Oh, he said after we are approved. Okay, we just we just we just had a fifty. Thins. I hear a lot of words. I know we just had. You're you're dyslexic, and I'm just whatever. So they uh, so we get in there. Once again, the numbers the numbers look great. You guys, your equity looks good. Um, to them, you know, this, this is the two million dollar plus loan. It's not huge to us. It's huge, right? Every, and I, I really like him because he makes us feel so confident. But then he goes, uh, we start telling him about, oh yeah, we got subs lined up coming out Monday. Foundation ready to dig, ready to pick up the permit. All we're waiting on is finance. and He goes, and <laughs> he goes, well, we'll know by today, like literally right now. By the end of five, by five p.m., Alex and I should know if if we need to bring more equity to the table. If we don't, if if everything's going to go move forward, um, which is three hours from now when we're, we're pod, are l- recording this. But then he goes, but you guys, you guys, even if we can get the money to do that quickly, we we can't because we have to have to appraise the project. He goes, that's going to be three to four more weeks. And I just like, I mean, I was, I was looking for solutions right away and he was, I was like. Well, what if we do foundation let's, only? Let's start building. How about found, yeah, foundation only? We do foundation only, and then I and I shot him down, and he was like a jerk. And I go, no, because then we still have to do that. We still have to pay all the permit fees up front. That's the tricky part about this this municipality that we're building in is some of them don't make you pay like uh, different cities, and we've heard this from other developers. You'll have to you'll pay all the
0: fees at the end at CO. impact fees versus permit fees. Permit fees, you will have to pay no matter what, but that might not be that much. Right. Ten and that's ten. why I say taps, taxes, and fees, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. So, you, you don't have to pay your taps all until the end or like a majority of them
0: until but the end. But that's what I was getting at too. What if they say, hey, pay your permit fees, $15,000. You don't have to pay your $130,000 of all your tap, taxes, and fees until later. Get started. Could. But the banker said he wouldn't recommend that. because of Because of... But when do we listen to people? Because of title, because of title issues,
1: and that has to do with the appraisal, right? Is because um, there's gonna the, the appraisal is gonna want to, at the end of the day, confirm that okay, is this is what they can in fact sell them for. It's gonna be a marketable project, and their numbers aren't you know totally phony. It's like the last little thing to do. So we left the bank, knowing we weren't we weren't going to be able to start Monday. And and the survey is done. Uh, like the batter boards are out there, and we you know the offsets and everything to where we, like we could pull tapes. If I if I went out there with an excavator today, I could pull tapes and I could ex- start excavating. And we would we would literally be you know we know where everything's got to be. The porta potties out there. Uh, I'm gonna go pee on there. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm going to go pick up my kids. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go use the porta potty and be like, there you go. I got something done. There you go. That was Uh, only a couple hundred bucks right there. We left the bank and I don't think Alex and I have been collectively as quiet as we were maybe ever together. It was just dead silence, like shock silence all the way back to the office. And then it just, and then, and then, and then here's what I had to do. So I just said, I'm defeated I don't get to do what I want, so now I'm going to do what I want. And then I said, I'm, I'm going home. I'm calling the, the day off. I'm going to go pick up my kids. We're going to can tomatoes, and I'm going to make supper for my family, and that's what I'm going to do. And nice. that cheered me up a little
0: bit. Nice. I'm still okay. I'm just Was tired. that Thursday?
1: That was Thursday.
0: Awesome. You know what I did? What would you do? So I went home, and my wife said, "Here is heat up these green beans and stuff, and you can have some some meat for, for supper, and I am she's going to go rock climb. She left the door. This is Atlas and I. I put on Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and we ate chips. Good for you. Good for you. Chips. That's all. There you go. See? So we ate some green beans later, but I'm just telling you, she left the house. Always Sunny and chips. <laughs> High-fiving me and the baby. Yeah. I, cr- I had a glass of wine starting at 4 yesterday. That's partly why
1: I look like crap today is I'm just like, nope, I'm going to do what I want. Because uh, I, I didn't have any wine at all during dinner this whole week. And now all of a sudden I'm like, nope, too bad. That's This is my excuse. Uh, plus, you didn't sleep well, I didn't sleep well. So oh, big, two lessons are, two lessons are, don't forget about that appraisal at the end. Make sure that you, even though if you're projecting, like, here's when the permit's going to happen, the appraisal's got to happen. And that's, so f- final approval, well, approval from the bank means to, I th- again it's these approval levels
0: well it's bank it's another it's another level of approvals before permit yeah get your banking done before permit but here's the catch 22 give it to me the catch 22 is right
1: we had to the, uh, the city that we're working with wouldn't give us that final number for a tax tax huh. See, I gotta, yeah, yeah, of, tax. I gotta remind you I got to remind you of that so no, no matter what, you're. I don't. I think it's probably like that everywhere. I don't know. I mean, this is our first time so really doing to this. reiterate.
0: For your bank, you need to know what your tap taxes and fees are. So well, you, you need can't to build. know that until yeah, yeah. Until until building you, permit. Yep. So the only way to do this is if you had hundreds of thousands of dollars and then could start building without your financing in place. Which one person did at the developers meeting, and that's why. <laughs> remember that he's like we're already digging in the ground and you're trying to apply something retroactively to us, and then we might not get financing because of it. Remember that The guy wow, behind us? Oh, you are right that they
1: did it all with cash. Yeah. That's right. That's right. He's to expedite the process. Yeah. Yep. Is that's where they were at? Yeah. 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 No, no, no. That's, that's all you can do. Yeah. So it is a gamut. I think uh, obviously we're learning lessons along the way, and we hope you do too. Yeah. And that's all we can tell you.
0: So I have a hot hot topic that everyone asks is on on the Entree Architect community, which is a Facebook group, um, and then it, it has to do with fees and contracts. And people always ask, like, "Hey, um, someone's trying to negotiate down, or are my fees too high or too low?" And the answer, once you say uniformly, is "Don't negotiate or or go higher." Once you say,
1: "Don't," if somebody says. Let's just say they say, you say, I'm going to build, I'm going to, I'm going to draw your building for 20 grand and they go, can you get closer to 10? Yeah. Yeah. What is the correct answer?
0: What do people normally give you advice online? What do they say? Yeah. Oh, they say stand your ground. I think. Yes. Yeah. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Right. Yep, Yep. And and some people say that's cheap. You should charge double. Charge oh, more. they do say that, yeah, especially yeah, yeah.
1: when you get down to numbers. Especially the way we price out houses. I know people. I know people look at us and or see what our numbers come in, and they go like, "How are you guys
0: making any money?" I don't know. We are. <laughs> yeah. So let's just use. I do know, the, but you know. let's just use fake numbers here. So twenty grand, and then the client says fifteen grand. Yeah. And the thing is, so I'm in this position, right? And we just hired a new person. And this person says, "Hey, the competition is, let's just say, fifteen grand. Can you get, you know, close to that? You know, then we'll go with you." So I'm sitting there mulling it back and forth, and asking Lance, a- asking Lance, and I-, I won't go that low. I already know I won't go that low. But then it's like, okay, do I go halfway? Give him some because if I give him some, he'll have the psychological thing that he wins, right? And then we'll probably want to go with me anyways uh and and say yes right or do i just stand my ground and say yes and he and then that might indicate like okay i'm not willing to negotiate but i'm not willing to compromise like and i'm you know like i don't want to work with that architect that it's always my way or the highway and plus we have a firm of eight people right and that's a really good
1: point i think you should highlight is that you and i have had that discussion before about trying to have empathy and think about the other person's mind right the the, the client yep. of oh Would they, are they
0: going to see us the way we see them and that we're just stonewalling? Yep. Yep. And then also the client talked about like, Hey, having a a nice, happy process. This is their first um, house, stuff like that. And that's what I, that's what I reminded Alex as I go,
1: I told him what I've been doing. And that's what I've been doing is planting this psychological seed in their head of like, you might only do this once in your life. You better make it fun as much as you can, because at the end it gets so stressful. Mm-hmm. It, it is so stressful at the end, especially if you if you did like how me and my wife did is we sold our houses. Then we lived in an Airbnb for 45 days and just were chancing it. And then it was two more weeks into a hotel. I was just, it's stressful.
0: Yeah. So anyways, I was about to pull the trigger on like splitting it halfway, but I thought about it. And I go, if he says yes, my reaction will not be, ha- I won't be like, yes, I got it. I'll think, oh, either I got gypped down, I gave too much, this is not going to be a happy process. So I go, that's not good for me, and that's not good for him. So I gave a, a small amount, and I go, if he says yes, literally what's my gut going back to my gut? If I gave this little amount, if he said yes, would I be happy or not? And I go, yeah, I'd be happy with that. Okay, that's the number. It was a small give I might have could have gotten for the big one, but again, I take very seriously that we have people's mouths to feed. All that it was a small one. Still happy. Still think that we can pull it off in that that amount. And we got it, so it worked out. So I think the I was real world is I more was surprised. Duals, actually. actually, you thought I was just going to say it is what it is. I
1: didn't think we'd get it. I was surprised yeah. that you got it. And yeah. in the because way, I didn't and come way, down that much. Right. And and in the way you did, I thought it, I thought it was well done. Yeah. So is your what is your less is what is
0: your advice. F- then my my advice is that it um th- the tried and true advice you don't always have to go with it like you don't um, always have to stand your because ground because you want to know what there was another this was a larger larger project right and I just stood my ground and stood my ground and this I'm talking hundreds of thousands of dollars right and I didn't get that project yeah. So, like, hey, I to all the... So, there's no silver bullet, right? I mean, is that part of it? There's no silver bullet, but try to be true to your gut, and I think you could be happy with that because that number was, if I get it, I'll be happy. If I don't get it, that means, like, if I went any lower, I would have been unhappy. So, that was the right number. It's... uh, So, I... uh, Nothing's always perfect, and that's what I'm getting at, too. Yeah, and right before you right before we got in the
1: truck that day and you were going to, you told me about this project, I was on the phone with the potential client and like the, the, they really wanted us to get this very schematic floor plan done um, for, for not, I mean pennies on the dollar, like not, not a lot of money. So we ended up what I really appreciate about this client. And, and here's what I wish would happen more consistently is that we do, I don't, I actually embrace the negotiations at this point in my career because I don't take it, I try not to take it personally. Uh, Plus, we're busy, so you can be be a little bit more cocky and confident, right? But I appreciate when we just, like, we, when the client and I will get to this really good, like, trusting part where I'm just like, just just tell me what you don't want to spend. Tell me what you don't want to spend, and I will tell you what we can provide for that because I, because at least if we can, then then we can at least get somewhere that it does work for both of us. Mm-hmm. But when it goes cold, I just I hate it. I hate it, and I don't know if it's if it's American culture. You know, we're like we don't barter, right? You go to Brazil, you go to Mexico, you go to any like you barter. You absolutely one hundred percent barter for stuff. Everything I'm talking, yeah. everything is a negotiation. I, I, I got I gotta wonder if it's an American thing. You know,
0: well it might also right? be true. Trump's art of the deal. Ask for everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and then the other thing too, I think about. Well, the one that I didn't. Some people, I think, bid out too much. You know what I what mean? You mean bid out too much? I think. You mean they they their fees are too high? No, no, no. Oh. I mean, if you get three to four bids into you, oh yeah, you have a good idea. If you ask like ten people and only get three to four in, that's fine. Meaning, meaning that can happen, right? You can interview, but if you start getting in more and start evaluating more and then they pick one and then there's like eight they have to respond to and they just don't want to because it was already an ordeal, like that's what I think happens too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just go with your gut. Go with your gut.
1: Go with your gut. Get it done. And pretty next, I think we're going to uh, go with Nick,
0: who is our metaphorical gut.
2: Hello, best friend. I hope you all had a great week this week. A reading. The Wall. When I think of design of a house, I think of its fundamental elements. When they are composed in certain thoughtful ways, they create beauty and meaning in our lives. It's impossible to imagine a component of architecture more fundamental than the wall. Of all the tools at design's disposal, Fewer is useful, more celebrated, and adorned. The wall supports and encloses. With a wall, we can create shelter from the outside world. It shields us from physical hazards, allowing our minds to escape, to ease us when we come to rest within the safety of the retreats they form. In a supportive role, the wall is paramount, For as it holds us inside, it also holds the roof over us. As we enjoy the structure of its envelope, we also enjoy the openings and its expanses that allow the flow of light and the sun's warming rays within, and that frame our views outward into the world. As we rest in its protection from danger, we also feel the need to pierce the wall, To gain entry through a door. So the wall graciously allows us to carve openings into it. Offering a welcome as well as a barrier. Jeffrey Dungan and his new book, The Nature of Home, Creating Timeless Houses. Friends, it's well worth the purchase. A question. Meyer or Gary, the answer is easy and obvious for me. Toodles.
0: Uh, that's hard. Meyer, I think I like better Richard Meyer. Yep. Um, as in, our, like, if I was analyzing his buildings, Gary, I think, in the broader sense, outside of us architects, did more for the profession.
1: I agree. (sighs) What would I say I like him at? In my world, Gary, I mean, there's that famous photo of him flipping off the, the, um, the reporters. Remember that? I really like Gary too. I, well, I just, his, remember how fascinated everybody was right when we first started college with Gary? You know, there was like this Gary, I mean, he was very popular. Gary fever. Gary fever. He was coming off of, uh, Bilbao, Bilbao, the Disney opera house, all that, you know, in LA. Um, I just like him because he's a provocateur. I'm I just I, I'm a provocateur, so I'm attracted to that whole rhetoric.
0: I want to switch not because of provocateur, but just because, um, yeah, if, if we want to, I think it's easier to analyze Meyer. I think it's harder. Oh, absolutely. It's harder. So so we can use our knowledge to explain how good we we know the profession and that we know the terms and we know why this works and that doesn't work. Gary doesn't fit those boxes. And so if the, you if you go
1: pick up the book, the Creativity Code, Alex actually uses that is an, uh, um, a, one of Gary's buildings as a, an example for how how to do flow. Yeah, in, in, in architecture, and what flow means and how the mastery behind that. Yeah. What I like about when you when you lecture about that at, at CU is that I think you kind of scare people away from doing that crazy I stuff. Do. And I I appreciate it because they need to understand the kind of mastery. You know, a lot of people just look a lay person. And I mean that with all due respect, but somebody who's not in the profession, I think they look at those, you know, Gary's crazy buildings and they go just like, oh, those crazy architects. Uh, I bet it didn't even think of that. It looks like he just threw a crumpled piece of paper. And in fact, even one of the, one of the projects is a piece of paper, like the airplane, right? Yeah. Well, what Alex says is reinforces like, no, no, there's the, you don't understand the mastery that this man has to get to that point. Yep.
0: And, um, also, too, the main criticism, people like Gary, Liebskin, I don't hear against Zaha Hadid as much, but it's the same criticism is, is true for her as the other people, is, oh, they just do the same thing over and over again. They just use the same stuff. And and I want to look and say, what do you think all the other architects do? <laughs> what do you think all of them do? F9's got it's more just shed because-
1: F nine shed roofs.
0: <laughs> yeah, all day. It's just Nick. Nick does great architecture too. And I'm not br- being mean to him, but like, oh, that's a Nick building. That's, that's a, Nick a Nick building. Looks good. Yeah, it's
1: awesome stuff. The person,
0: your personality comes through. Yeah. So just because it's unique and distinct, and it doesn't look like other buildings, and then it goes into another city, you know, they'd say, "Well, I'd do it different if it was in the different city." Like, mm. would you use straight walls? Would you use like? Would you break up walls with? like windows like i you could go into so many elements you could dissect their elements and be like look like you used the same approach there <laughs> it's you know when in my kids after
1: they've learned after they've lived in an you know a good a nice a beautiful architecturally designed home now when we go out in public and they're like oh man they it seems like they just copied our house it seems like they just copied our house you know because you're seeing like patterns right i mean they're all they're doing is seeing patterns and they the i was actually pretty um offended by one of the ones they said because i was like that is a ugly building kids don't you ever say that again and nice. i get, like, cracked up oh pull over this
0: it's, car have you, have, you, have,
1: you, have you seen the one i'm talking about it's up on uh 21st
0: i'll have to drive you by i'll take a picture of it yep send it send yeah. it to me yeah. yeah it's atrocious i already know my answer to you spitting image of your house <laughs> exactly the same i literally thought you took a picture of your house <laughs> 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 so confused what are you showing me here why are you showing me your house, dude? I've been there. Yeah, yeah I've been there a lot. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: hilarious. Um, but back to the walls. I did. I did. I did have something to say about that. Is uh, do you think there was a war on walls in the nineties? Do you think we're still
0: warring on walls? Explain what you mean there. Well, so there's. <clears throat> are we supposed to be fighting walls? Yeah. Is there a war I'm not a part of that it could be? I I think there was a war
1: on walls. Yeah, and that was um, everybody wanted open open floor plans, right? Oh, like yeah. we just uh, yeah. like americana Amer- we just everybody got tired of it's kind of cliche now like you know open concept floor plan oh i oh, hear it over and blending over blending inside and outside blending <laughs> exactly
0: yeah. trying to blur that in and out blur it yeah do you think yeah. we're still in that war that's my yeah, that's what my takeaway from that i always find and i do find that it's a difficult to find that line between open and then cl- you know, closing things off because it, even, even when I'm thinking about other people's houses or my house to be like, Oh, okay. You know, the activity center a lot is in the kitchen. And then if you could get that facing the living room, okay, where do you put the dining room? Do you interrupt it there? Do you put it off to the side, but then you only have two sides and you're taking up a whole side with that. And that could be a greenhouse. And the other side could be your office. And now that's open. So you can sit there and talk, but then you want to close off. Maybe you want to talk. Maybe someone's coming over and you don't want to bother. people. It's like, Oh, like where do you put? You know, it gets, it gets kind of crazy. Yeah, the only other thing as contentious as walls is the powder rooms. That's true. <laughs> true. On the main floor, oh, too close to the kitchen. Yeah, Don't it's want so that. funny. It's because like powder room, the amount of room you save because people like that. Everyone knows that powder room: toilet on one side, sink on the other side. But like, how you have to hide it into a vestibule and like. <laughs> You're doing so much just to get it hidden. That's what I'm saying. It it It, seems like it
1: it is the most. I think it is one of the most contentious rooms you have to design for in a custom house. The fricking powder room. Because even mine was an issue.
0: Yeah, and that's why. That's why in my head, and now that I'm saying out loud, it's always an issue too. Is like, okay, we have a very small plate thing that can fit in all these places, but you're making, you're requesting, and they might be right to make double or triple amount of the space. Just to get to that space. Right,
1: just to get to it. Yeah, yeah I yeah. get it. It's tricky. It's tricky. Well, with that,
0: are you jeopardy? According to the IBC 1003.2, the means of egress shall have a ceiling height of not less than A, seven foot six, B, six foot eight, C, seven foot D eight foot means of egress IBC chapter 10 should have a ceiling height of not less than a seven six B six eight C seven foot D eight foot Where I think I know yeah okay so we have B C and C do you know the answer Lance C nope you are all <laughs> wrong it is a seven foot six there is exceptions for stairs and Starry for he- six foot eight, yep. So it's seven foot six. Damn it! <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Take it away, your license. Okay. According to the IBC, the means that was occurs. IBC. Uh, okay. According number two, according to the IRC R three hundred four point one, shall have a floor area. Um, a bedroom. A bedroom should have a floor area of not less than. Okay. A, 70 square feet. B, 7 foot by 10 foot. C, 100 square feet. D, 49 square feet. This is a bedroom. IRC. A is 70 square feet. B, 7 by 10 foot. C, 100 square feet. These these will be on the
1: area. I I,
0: I guarantee this one. 49 square feet. According to the IRC, R304.1. Bedroom shall have a floor area of not less than. Do you need the answers? Nope. Okay. Okay. What do we got? A, A, B. The answer is A. The reason is not B. There you go. Who's, what's the score? 1-1? 1-1-0. 1-1-0. 1-1-0. Okay. So, to Jason's point, the minimum, you need to have at least a width of seven foot. Right? And then ten by ten foot Finish would too. be would be seventy square feet, but it asked what the area was not the dimension. Just helping everyone else out. Yeah.
1: Okay. Number three. On to the good questions finally. Number three. <laughs> oh, <fine>. What <laughs> what is a synthetic resin from which paints oops, sorry. Let me start over. Number three, what is a synthetic resin from which paints and insulation foams are manufactured known as? A. Resin B. Urethane C. Polyurethane D. Bitchethane Bitchethane is a real word I know I almost thought you were doing some Bitcoin thing but that's a real word Bitcoinethane Number three One more time What is a synthetic resin from which paint, paints and installation foams are manufactured known as? A. Resin B. Urethane C. Polyurethane D. bitethane. Do, 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 do. What do we have, gentlemen? Here we go. Gentlemen. What are the answers? Al Gore. We have C, C, B. The correct answer is B. Whoa. Great All job. All tied
0: up. All tied up.
1: So urethane would be just one. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, Gresh just motioned to mean one, right? And that's where I was going with this was polyurethane is multiple. So okay. you need... One thing to base things off of, right?
0: Not Lance, fine. we don't have a tiebreaker and I feel like we're too tired to make up a tiebreaker. So this is how we're gonna do the last question. As a tiebreaker? The first because everyone is tied. First person to buzz in. You can buzz in after the first one. You could say, Oh, it's A and buzz in. But then if you <laughs> if it's not A, then you're out. Oh, That's a raise their hand something, right? How about raise their hand? Raise their hand. Yep, you read, I'll watch. Okay. And you know, obviously, if you get it wrong, what?
1: Uh, was, uh, how? What? One more time? How's this going to work?
0: So, so you're going to read the question. If they feel like they can raise their hand at any time,
1: even after I finish the question,
0: if they just <sighs> know it and want to guess, sure. I like that. Let's sure. do that. Sure. Yeah, sure. If they want to guess, or they can obviously, most people might. I have no idea. This is the first time they're doing. Wait till they hear everything, and then the first person to raise their hand, and then get the right answer. You know, you got to obviously get the right answer. All right, you guys, you guys,
1: good. This is what we're doing. Okay, here we go. Number four. What are the wavy distortions of glass or metal panels known as? A, oil canning. B, wavy boys. C, sheet buckling. D, disformation. Mark. Correct. The correct answer is A.
0: Mark wins. (laughs) Were you going to say A? No idea.
1: Okay, that's a good one to know because... I swear that one's got that one came up on my on my test yep. for sure. And you get it right, like uh, if I showed you my house where I complain every time I bring guests over about the oil canning that happens over the top of my garages. So the, so the next time you come to my house, which hopefully will be when we celebrate that we're actually building, is like you'll I'll show you. You'll see that break metal. How about this tiny house break metal? You guys you guys have seen that. They got that to not be wavy,
0: but at my house it's wavy and you can see it in certain light,
1: and that's oil canning.
0: Yep. And it's normally a function of how thick the metal is, right? You can solve that by getting thicker metal.
1: The what I, here's what point, I would techniques. point this out
0: to those. C, where I
1: said C, sheet buckling, sheet buckling leads to oil canning. Like that was it's sort of the way they phrased the question, and then same thing with dis disformation. If it's disformed, right, then it's oil I canning. I like that
0: tiebreaker. I, I was going to go for disformation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Thanks guys. Yep. All right, thanks for listening. Uh please if, if you want to hear more uh about us, get our get the book, The Creativity Code. You can read it and you'll hear our voices. That's how intimate it will be.
1: I haven't done this for a while because um I haven't had a good reason to, but I but what's been amazing is we, we have a lot of new listeners um, starting to listen to the, listen to the show and I can tell what episode they're on because they start to join the inside the firm Facebook group and not oh. just like the page so I would just like to reiterate to everybody that there's first of all follow us on on twitter there's there's a Twitter Twitter handle it's at inside the firm right yep and then uh, same thing with with the Facebook page if you go to inside the firm. Um, you can, there's a, there's an actual page where then you know, we'll post like when, when the episodes go up or any kind of cool stuff that we're doing or, or whatever. But then there's also a private group and the private group is cool because as we build this show, we want to build a, a small community, um, at large as it'll get, I guess, where you guys can ask us questions and we can start talking about this stuff. Um, especially I think it'll be great once we're finally done with this fricking development, and then we can kind of sit back a little bit and start to engage you guys more and help you guys as you as you build, grow your firms, and hopefully become architects yeah. as a developer. And
0: ho- hopefully this podcast helps you think about architecture, think about running a firm, thinking about development, think about the AREs. But the other part, there's lots of parts of our architecture. Another part is knowing the program so that you can actually get stuff done. One of the biggest programs out there is Revit. Uh, we teach Revit to university students, to other professionals, and to unprofessionals. I guess you don't have to be a professional. Sure. <laughs> you don't have to be. You
1: don't have to be. I sent it to one of my just friends, one of my internet buddies, who's just is curious. I
0: go, here you go. Learn something. And he started to learn it. Yeah. So it's uh, Revit, furniture, Revit Rocket Ship. Revit go there. Um, it, it's amazingly priced. Not only will you learn Revit, we give you our template that we use in our firm to help you build off of it's literally giving you not only a million Legos instead of like the five, it's giving you organization. So like instead of just Legos thrown at you, it's giving you in nice piles. They're the sweetest. And I don't mean really legos but you know their furniture there's doors windows there's sheets schedules uh everything set up and then you're learning the program and how to really utilize it and take advantage of it nick's on board uh nick of nick reed's famous nick reed uh best florida architect i know do you know any better nope nope I, i think the rest of them should just quit Nick's so good yep he even texted me And he was texting Lance and talking. This was last Friday. He's like, Holy crap. I think I've been using Revit wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Even though it was awesome. We had, we had such a good discussion after, after
1: he purchased it. Um, yeah, half of it was making fun of me. Yeah. was was insanely, you were, you had a deadline that day. That was your thing. So I, I entertained Nick. Um, I was talking back and forth with him and there was all kinds of cool questions that came out about it. It was sort of like, uh, we ha- I had to defend what we do a little bit, but it was good. It was good. There you go. Head over there. Check it out. We'll see you next week.